This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level while you're at the right spot? Finding a solution to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. If you are not familiar with Stevens K. Scott, he is the author of The Greatest Man Who Ever Lived, Lessons from Solomon, and he is a multi-millionaire with businesses um, that have produced over a billion dollars in sales. But before he was ushered into this realm of success, Steve was a below average wage earner who flunked out of nine, counted nine jobs in his first six years after college. Pretty bad. So he at some point was very discouraged. He didn't know what to do. He's a Christian. He's following God. He's he's reading the Bible. He has a family to support. But yet, no matter what he does, he just can't seem to get it right. So one day after he lost his sixth job, I forgot to mention that he lost nine jobs in his first six years after college. Nine, nine jobs. So he has lost his sixth job. And on his sixth job, he went to his best friend, Gary Smalley. And he told Gary, I don't understand. No matter what I do, no matter how hard I work, I just can't seem to succeed. Smalley said that he would pray about the matter and come back and give him an answer. So the next morning, Smalley came back after he prayed. You always got to have praying friends, by the way. Don't don't just get a friend who's just going to give you an answer. No, go to get somebody who is willing to go to God um, and really seek God out for advice from you. That's the kind of people you need in your life. So the next morning, he came back and gave Scott a challenge. He said, I want you to read a chapter of the book of Proverbs every day for two years. Write down any insights you gain and apply them to work. And Smalley challenged him that in two years, he could probably be a millionaire. So Scott had nothing to lose. He was he, he had lost his sixth job. He's out of work. He's looking for a seventh job. So he lost a few more jobs. Uh, in fact, job number seven, he was fired. Job number eight, he quit before he was going to get fired. And then he hit job number nine. In job number nine, he created a television marketing campaign that doubled his company sales their sales went from $30 million to $60 million in only four months. So even though he was only 27 years old, his boss offered to double his salary, promote him to vice president of marketing, and give him a company car. But instead of accepting the promotion, Scott resigned so he could accept an offer from another person who would be his mentor, Bob Marsh, to start a business of their own. And they started their own marketing company with $5,000 to create and test a a television marketing campaign for a new product they had acquired. And within nine months, their sales had grown to nearly $1 million a week. $1 million a week. So even though he learned some insights from the book of Proverbs and that helped catapult him, 
There are a few things that we as future Christian millionaires can learn, can glean from him right now. The first thing is that Scott learned the power of vision mapping. See, Scott wanted to be successful, but he had no clear picture of what that actually meant. According to him, in my failed jobs after college, I never had a clear, precise vision of what I wanted to achieve. It's not surprising that they only lasted less than a year or produced only minimal income. On the other hand, in my 10th job, I had a very clear vision for my first project. I created a detailed roadmap of my goals and outlined the steps and tasks that I needed to complete to achieve those goals and fulfill that mission. The result? Within six months of starting the job, our sales skyrocketed from $1,000 a week to more than a million dollars a week. End quote. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Most people, at the end of the day, truly have no vision for what they want to do in life. They have a vague, fuzzy, and abstract picture of what they hope to accomplish to be more successful, wealthier, slimmer, etc. But that's not really a true vision. According to the Bible, a true vision is a detailed roadmap where you are, where you're going, and when you expect to get there, and steps in between. Regarding vision, the Bible said in Habakkuk, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain that he may run that reads it, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Habakkuk 2, verses 2 through 3, King James Version. When most people speak out regarding goal setting, they speak in terms of being smart, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound, so on and so forth. The only problem is with relevant or realistic goals is that they do not change the world. And realistic goals at the end of the day do not give birth to super achievers. It's when we set impossible goals that we're truly able to maximize our potential. Scott once again said it like this. Shooting for the moon is setting impossible goals. Spielberg did it. Franklin did it. Edison did it. Bill Gates does it. Sam Walton did it. Every super achiever I've ever read about does it. I do it. I've done it on every project. Shooting for the moon sets an impossible goal, but a specific goal. End quote. Most goal setters set realistic goals to avoid failure, but you, future Christian millionaire, are forgetting about the God factor. You're in partnership with a God who is bigger than any challenge, greater than any obstacle, and can do more that you can ask or think. So your assignment today. Get in the presence of God and ask him about your goals. This should be done with prayers, scriptures, notepads, because you're going to have to write them down no matter how far-fetched it seems or impossible it looks. Then you need to put a date on these impossible goals and then put them in a place that you can see them every single day. Hey, the bathroom mirror, the vision board, steering wheel of your car, as long as you can see it every day. And the last thing, you're going to re- have to rewrite them occasionally. In fact, I would suggest write them every day. 
There is actually a neuromuscular benefit as you write down your goals. It's etched into your mind and subconscious. As you rewrite them, checking off goals accomplished, clarifying the one left, and making new one, it unconsciously steers your life in that direction. Now you're no longer a wanderer. You're a man and a woman on a mission. If you enjoyed this, hit like, subscribe, share with family, friends, and Grab the book, Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs. You are going to love it. Um, but at the end of the day, I'll talk to you soon.